Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be covering the difference between being effective and being efficient. You know, teachers are expected to do a whole lot. They're expected to do both administrative tasks and their job as a teacher, which basically is to work with students every day and to get the most out of them and to help explain content in such a way that students can put the feet to it and they can use it later in life. And often what happens, more um, weight is placed on the administrative tasks than the, the, the actual teaching task. For example, teachers have to answer emails, uh, deal with the policy of the school. Uh, they have to deal with parents. They have to deal with their own administration. They have to deal with their classroom organization, supplies, handing out things in the classroom, taking attendance, handing out lunch tickets. All of these things teachers do. And they have to do them efficiently. And the job of teaching should be done effectively. Unfortunately, what's happened is this has gotten reversed, and a lot of it has to do with the common core, because there's such lockstep lesson planning that teachers have to be sure that on October 12th, they're on page 18 of a math book, which means they have to efficiently move through a curriculum to make sure that they're where they're supposed to be at any given time. That's efficient. And just because they're on page 18 in a math book doesn't mean that the kids have learned the content to that point. Effective teachers are designed to teach slowly and to make sure that their instruction sticks And when we try to make teachers efficient, in other words, just move through the curriculum as rapidly as you can, regardless of who gets left in the back in the um, 
behind because of the fact that they move too quickly. It doesn't matter. As long as they're where they're supposed to be at any given time, everybody's happy. And that, to me, does a disservice to the students. It does a disservice to the profession because teachers have to make sure that their students are learning content. Teachers teach, learners learn. And if learners aren't learning, well then, guess what? Teachers aren't teaching or they're not teaching effectively. So what I'm going to do for you is just go over a few things that truly make a teacher effective. And I want you to understand the broad difference between the two because it's important for teachers to make sure that they do get through to every student and they do work with each student until they have mastered the content that is being taught. And if they move through, through the curriculum too quickly, in other words, efficiently, some students won't get the content. And with all of the pressure now to make sure that you teach to each student's learning style and you differentiate instruction, it becomes harder and harder to be effective. But that's when we have to really zero in on it. And we have to make sure that kids master content. If a student doesn't memorize and master material, they didn't learn it. And it takes an effective teacher to make sure that that learning takes place. So, some of the characteristics of an effective teacher. Effective teachers have mastered their subject. They're well-read and can answer questions spontaneously. They understand the subject inside and out. They could hold a conversation at a dinner party about their content because they know it that well. And they're relaxed as they deliver the content. They understand it. They can communicate it. They can talk about it. And they make sure that the students learn it. When effective teachers lecture, they're well prepared. And they understand how to carry on discussions in the classroom and how to answer questions effectively to make sure that students understand content. Effective teachers use illustrations, which I think are key in making sure that students understand content and can transfer that content to other areas of their life. Effective teachers know how to check for understanding, and they're not afraid of questions. They encourage questions because it's those questions that uh, send the signal to the teacher that students either understand what's being taught or they don't understand it. And they look for questions and opinions. And, they, and most kids won't uh, ask questions because they don't either they don't want to look silly, they're afraid to do it, they're afraid the teacher will say something to them. An effective teacher knows how to encourage that. Effective teachers are enthusiastic about their subject area and they communicate that to their students. They love their content.
and they make sure that the students know it so that they can develop a love of the content and a love of learning. The effective teacher is approachable and friendly, and he makes him or herself available to his, to his or her students after school hours. They're around. They make the time for their students. They may attend after-school events, sporting events, plays, activities to see their students in other areas of the school. Effective teachers also place a high priority on student achievement, and they're concerned about it. They want to ensure that the students understand the content. They also have a sense of humor, and they know how to use jokes and humorous stories when they teach. They're warm, they're kind, and they've done their best to understand students' circumstances and anything that could be interfering with the learning of that child. And the effective teacher knows how to use their resources. You know, lots of times teachers are afraid to ask for help because they don't want to appear incompetent. Well, the bottom line is a good teacher, an effective teacher, knows how to use their natural resources, other people. And they're not afraid to go to somebody and say, what do you think? I need help. What did you do last year? How did you handle this student? And so on. They make sure that they can deliver. And that's an effective teacher. They're not afraid of, of not understanding something. They want to learn from the experience and they see the benefit of it and how it will benefit their students. Now, we're going to cover the characteristics of efficient teachers right after the break. Okay, now let's take a look at the characteristics of efficient teachers. Now, remember, we just covered effective teachers. Now we're going to take a look at efficient teachers. Remember, these are things that teachers want to get out of the way so that they can do their job. These are things that they don't want to spend a lot of time on. They're things that are important 
but they're not as important as teaching. They're things that have to get done. They're things that are required. They're part of their job description, but they're not the part that really is important. Now, efficient teachers, they are sensitive to administrative timelines. If an administrator gives them a task and gives them a time frame, they can get it done within that time frame. They know how to make the time to do it, and the time to do it is not when they're teaching. They understand policies and procedures that are part of the school and do their best to carry it out. And just the fact that they understand it is enough. They know what to do. They don't waste time trying to figure it out. They have routines, you know, for taking lunch counts, taking attendance, grading work, recording grades. They don't do this when, when the students have downtime in the classroom. When students are working on seat work after they may have given direct instruction, they do this stuff when, on their planning period. They do stuff when they have a little free time. They do it when kids go to specials. They make the time to do it, but it's not during instructional time. Same thing with calling parents. They figure out when they can do it. And they have a ton of procedures in place in their own classroom to manage stuff like supplies, pencils, papers, non-teaching items. They don't get bent out of shape when a kid comes in with no pencil and create a circus atmosphere. They have pencils that are there that kids can use because they want to get down to instruction, not worrying about preparation. Kids are going to come unprepared all the time. Don't waste time trying to figure out, what am I going to do if he's not prepared? Don't worry about it. Just give him a pencil. Because what you want him to do is get to the work, not lecture him about being unprepared. They keep their desk neat. They set goals for the entire school year and plan their objectives for each lesson on a weekly basis. In other words, they understand the difference between goals and objectives. They have goals. That's for the entire year. Then they have objectives, which could be weekly or monthly, whatever the case may be. But they have goals and they follow the objectives that are necessary in order to meet those goals. Someone who's efficient knows how to handle problems with students, parents, and administration, and sometimes other teachers, and they are proactive. They know what to do before it happens. Now, I'm going to say something right here that truly young teachers who haven't been in the field for a while need to develop this skill. They need to understand how to handle behaviors in the classroom that are unruly. They're not going to get it right their first year. You know, they might be frightened if a parent comes in and starts to give them a hard time. They'll learn it. It'll take them time. But you don't want to spend the time 
that you would normally spend teaching worrying about a parent or an administrative timeline. They know how to cut through the red tape. And they do their job regardless of outside circumstances that are interfering with learning. And the efficient teacher is concerned with teaching and takes responsibility for the academic success of his or her students. They know how to get to the job of teaching. They know how to make sure that they can cut through the red tape, get through it, so they can get back to instructing their students. So in a thumbnail, when you're an effective teacher, your teaching takes hold and your students slowly but surely learn from you and the, and the learning is permanent. And here's the line, too much, too fast, won't last. It's much better to spend 10 days teaching one skill that your students will be able to use for a lifetime than teaching 10 different skills in 10 days that your students will forget the day after you taught them. The problem that you may be faced with is being expected to move quickly through an overly ambitious curriculum. If you have the sense that your students have not grasped a content, then you should spend more time on it. Now, when you're efficient, you have the ability to take care of the day-to-day administrative paperwork that seems to be never-ending such as attendance, grading papers, your grade book, your lesson plans, etc., in an efficient manner. Administrative items have to be dealt with efficiency so that the teacher is freed up to teach. Understanding the difference between being effective and being efficient will help you understand what's important and what you need to devote your time to. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Do me a favor. Go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. Check out the resources there. Plenty of lesson plans that will help you become effective. Some of them deal with bullying. Some of them deal with other content area. Take a look at the courses that are being offered there. Also, Make sure you take advantage of the free stuff that's there. Plenty of free articles. Right now we have a a full unit plan on resilience for an immediate download. Take advantage of that. I'm sure you could use it in your classroom. Let's do our part to make sure that our classrooms are bully-free. They are bully-proof and that we can teach in a safe learning environment where our students feel safe, and we can do that. We can do that just by understanding the difference between being effective and being efficient. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.